Hey guys, welcome back to the Raising a Wildflower podcast. Um, this episode is just me today, but I wanted to talk about soybeans, the new little baby that I have growing in my belly, which I'm so, so excited about. Um, if you guys have been listening to our podcast from the beginning, then you know that we have been trying to get pregnant um, <clears throat> since June, and so uh, we were able to conceive in November. So, gosh, okay, six to 11, five months. So, five months. And, and like I've talked about in other podcasts, I know, I know that that doesn't sound like a long time. And I, um, and I, I don't want it to seem like I'm comparing our struggle with people who have gone years without, um, being able to conceive because I know that that happens. Um, but I really do feel like God allowed um, us to walk through a little bit of that just so I can have more empathy for people who, who that's a struggle for, because it is really, really hard, like, um, truly, it is just, it's one of the hardest things that we had to do, um, and mostly me, I mean, I think Matt, and, and most men, but not, you know, not all men, but I think most men, um, I don't know, I think there's something to be said about it's the woman's body that feels like, even though it's not a failure, but it feels like your body's failing you. Like, it feels like you're the one that can't get pregnant, even if it could be, you know, um, something to do with the man. Because so much of it falls onto the woman's body, it feels like it just, the burden is very heavy on the woman. Um, And it was harder for me, especially because I just really felt like um, I wanted to get pregnant, and I really wanted to give Charlie a sibling, and I had this fear that we would never be able to get pregnant again. Um, And I... I was really sad thinking about her not having um, a biological sibling because I I um I don't think I've talked about this but I would love to adopt as well I've always wanted to um and not because we weren't able to get pregnant with our own although we would have done that for sure but I also have just always felt the call to adoption and um we do plan on adopting at least one baby in the course of our marriage and our childbearing years. Um, it's just another thing that I have to get Matt a little bit more on board with because it's something that I feel like I was born with, um, this desire to adopt and, um, and he was not born with that. I mean, he's open to it and he's, you know, I think he would love it, but I think for a lot of men it's daunting. It's a little bit more daunting than it is for women for whatever reason, but, um, yeah, anyway, it was just, I was just, uh, I was terrified that it wasn't going to happen for us and, and Matt wasn't, he was pretty confident that you know, it would just take some time, and he was right, you know, but I, it was really hard for me in that moment to, like, to think like that, and to have that hope, and, you know, the first day of your period was horrible, um, the first and second day were just horrible, and then after that, it would get to where you're having this optimistic, um, couple weeks of, you know, when you're gonna ovulate, and then I always felt, like, I felt so happy and just optimistic up until the day I ovulated, and then after that, it was, like, this stress or, like, a little bit of anxiety of whether or not, you know, it happened that time, and, um, so I am, I'm so thankful that, I'm so thankful for this baby, um, and I'm so thankful for everyone's thoughts and prayers that I know made a huge difference and a huge impact on allowing us to conceive this beautiful little life, and we did share the pregnancy publicly, earlier than we did with Charlotte, and earlier than most people do, um, we shared it at nine weeks, because, um, I just wanted to wait until after our first ultrasound appointment, because 
I wanted to make sure that there were the little beating heart in there um, because sometimes, you know, you can have a clinical pregnancy or just, you know, the baby stops growing at six weeks or um, so I just wanted to be able to have confirmation that there was and is a little life growing in there and then I wanted to share it right away. Um, first, because I think it's important to recognize that, I want to recognize that this little human being is already a unique person in their own right and they have a soul and that soul will be forever with us in heaven regardless of how long this baby um, gets to be here whether I am privileged enough to give birth to them and watch them grow old and you know they outlive me and live till they're 97 you know and then join me in heaven or um, God decides to take this baby home before their time before I feel like their time is um, that little soul will be up there regardless. It'll always be there. It's part of like the eternal family that I've talked about before um, that my sister explained to me. And so I wanted to honor this life and celebrate this life for as long as it's here. And um, and the other reason is because if we were to miscarry, I would want to share that too. I already knew that um, if that happened to us ever, I would want to share that because I think it's something that's still very taboo for a lot of women and they don't talk about it and they don't share it and they feel like they're carrying this burden of sadness and grief alone um, or they they feel shame around it. I mean, like I said, there's just so much that, you know, it's your body that's carrying the baby and um, I know that if it happened to us, I feel like I would second guess and question everything I did, like as if it was something that I caused, even though it's not. Miscarriages happen because that is the time that God wanted them to come home. Um, but I knew that I would want to share that and that I would want to, um, yeah, I'd be very open about that. So that's why we wanted to share daily being pregnancy right away. Um, and I, yeah, I'm just so excited. So I, we were able to conceive at the end of November. Um, I won't give you the exact date because, you know, you don't need to be that awkward, but, um, I ended up taking a test, a pregnancy test, December 6th. Um, and I wasn't even supposed to start my next period until December 10th, but that day, it was a Friday morning, and I was just feeling so emotional, like, I just wanted to cry, and I felt like maybe it was either because I was about to start my period early, or I, I just was like, okay, I'm just going to take a pregnancy test, it's probably going to be negative, but then I can just know that that's why I'm going to cry, and I'll have my reason to cry, and I'll just cry it out. Um, which is what I did every time I took a negative test, and um, so I went ahead and took one. It wasn't first thing in the morning. It was one of these like cheap little dip dip strip pregnancy tests um, that I had bought like a few months earlier, and you can get like I don't know, I think there's 25 of them for eight bucks, and so I I obviously had taken a few of them, and they'd all been negative, so I wasn't even sure that they actually worked because I had never gotten a positive one, but um, I did this little dipstick test, and it was so fake. The line was so fake, but it was there. And I had, like, I mean, with these other tests, you guys, I had, like, scoured the freaking test with a magnifying glass, practically. Like, I was like, is there any faint line? Like, is there anything there? And there was never, I mean, it was just always just the one line. Um, and so when I saw this, like, faint pink line, like, the second line up here, I was like, oh, my gosh. Because I had just been preparing myself, like, to look at it and see that it was negative because that's I had taken gosh I probably should have counted because I took I took tests like I shouldn't have kept taking tests um, but I did 
Um, and I so I, and I just had so many negative ones that I had kind of just prepared myself. I saw this pink line, and I was like, no way, is this real? Um, but since it was so faint, I was like, okay, I need to take another one. But, like, I just peed, and I'm about to go to the gym. I'll just take – I had um, I had bought a pack of clear blue pregnancy tests um, a couple months earlier, and I'd only used one because uh, seeing – so having just like the pregnancy test appear with one line is painful enough. Like it's hard enough to get a negative because there isn't the second line. But taking the clear blue tests that actually say like pregnant or not pregnant, seeing the not pregnant on there was like devastating. It was horrible. And um, so I had hesitated to take another clear blue test. But I went ahead and took it to the gym with me. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. And if it's positive, like, that will be so great and if it's negative like maybe it just is too early like you know i'm still four days away from being like even starting my next cycle um so i took the pregnancy test at the gym and i didn't want to wait in the bathroom the whole time so i just like wrapped it in my sweatshirt and carried it around because it has like four little bars that have to blink and blink and then it tells you like pregnant not pregnant so i'm like going around trying to do my workout like every once in a while taking a peek and being like all right now um it hasn't appeared yet and then I mean obviously I think it only takes like three minutes but I was on one machine but I was doing different sets and it felt like forever because I'm waiting for it and then I just like peek through my sweatshirt and I see that it says pregnant and when I like envisioned this moment in my head I thought I was going to like immediately burst into tears and just start bawling because I would be so happy but I was like shocked like I just couldn't even I wanted to like grab the person next to me and be like does this say pregnant can you see this which I didn't because I didn't want to be a crazy person and like brandish my pee stick at people at the gym. They probably would not appreciate that. Um, but I was just like so excited. And so the whole rest of my workout, I just like kept looking at it and it was like my little secret that I was just carrying around. Um, and it was, it was so exciting. I was just so happy. And my mom was actually at the gym with me and, um, this baby jelly beans due date is August 12th, which is my mom's birthday. So I knew I needed to tell someone like immediately because I was just, too excited I can't keep that to myself so my mom and I like walked out to my car and I was like oh mom I have a little early birthday present for you and she was like what early birthday present eight months eight months early and I like handed her the pregnancy stick and she was like so excited I mean it's just I think there's there are a few things that are more fun to share than a pregnancy like it just is it's so amazing and it's so fun to watch other people's reactions and just share in their joy and um, it was really, it was really fun to be able to tell her. And then I had originally planned on waiting to tell Matt in like a cute way because, um, the way we found out about Charlie, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I took a pregnancy test. Obviously we weren't planning on having a baby. We were both terrified and I like burst into tears and it was like, um, I mean, it was like looking back, it was a cool moment that we were able to bond over and like, it was so surreal. And I can remember that day, like it was yesterday. Um, but I wanted, like, I wanted something cute. I wanted to be able to tell him something, like, in a cute way. So I, like, went to this t-shirt store that they they make custom t-shirts, and they can print them the same day. So I was like, oh, I'll get a shirt printed for Charlie, and I'll be perfect. But, of course, we go to this place, and the printer's broken. And she's like, oh, the printer probably won't be up and running till Monday or Tuesday, like, Monday at the earliest. And I was like, oh, God, I can't wait a whole weekend to tell him. Like, I was like, maybe I can. Maybe I'll try to order it on Etsy and like see if I can wait the whole time um but <laughs> he got home from work that afternoon and I like almost immediately just like guess what 
So I was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to wait and tell him. Especially because at this point in time, it was the beginning of December, I had two other huge secrets. We were throwing a surprise birthday party for my mother-in-law that I had to keep secret from her and some of the other members of the family. And then I also had, I was knowledge, oh my gosh, privy to knowledge that my now future brother-in-law was going to propose to my sister-in-law. And I was the only one that knew that. And I had been carrying that secret for like two and a half months. So my capacity for secrets was like spent, especially from that. I mean, he knew about the surprise party, but he didn't know about the engagement. And obviously then there was this baby. And so I was like, mm, yeah, no way I can keep it from him. So I just like told him I was working on our Christmas card. And I pulled up a picture of a onesie that said the one where we have another baby, like from friends. I was like, can you just check this Christmas card and you can um, just tell me if you like it so I can, you know, start ordering it. So he sits down on the computer and he looks at it and he's like so shell-shocked, like so shocked. Um, and the way that he acts, like he's just not a huge reaction person about anything. It like is like a slow build. He has to like boil like water. Um, and then the rest of the, the afternoon and night, he just like kept bringing it up, kept talking about it. He's like, so are we going to have this to do? And we're going to have to get another car seat. I mean, his, his go-to is like, logical like we're gonna have to buy more things like what money are we gonna have to spend but it was still really fun it was fun to tell him and just be able to share in that together and know that we had like finally been able to create a second little life together so I don't know it was just so fun and then we um I did end up ordering a shirt for Charlie that says the one where I become a big sister once again from friends I mean I'm obsessed with friends if you haven't noticed that yet then you know I don't know what to tell you um and so we told the rest of our families on Christmas, like, with the shirt. Um, and that was really fun, too. Although, apparently, I, like, gave off a vibe or, like, pheromones or something because literally half of everyone either, like, just, like, knew I was pregnant already or had a suspicion. Like, my mom told me that my brother called her, like, the day before he came home for Christmas and was like, is Kayla pregnant? Because I just, like, really feel like she's pregnant. I hadn't even seen him. Like, I hadn't seen him since we found out that I was pregnant. So I don't know how people know things, but apparently, I don't know, I just give off vibes. And then my um, in-laws all said that it was because I wasn't drinking as much, which, you know, I knew that was going to come back to bite me in the butt. I enjoy alcohol when I'm not pregnant. And I tried to, like, fake it like I was having, like, drink sips here and there, like, carrying around a drink, and Matt was, like, drinking my drink for me. But apparently it was not. I was not sneaky enough, so... Yeah, anyway, it was really fun. It's been so fun to tell everyone, and it feels good to have it out on, like, social media and just in public because um, hiding this, like, fatigue and sickness and just, like, general happy misery. Like, I'm so happy and so thankful to be pregnant, obviously, but, I mean, the first trimester is rough, and it's really, like, more rough with a 15-month-old toddler to take care of. And I knew that, like, when I was pregnant with Charlie, I remember thinking to myself, I was like, gosh, how am I going to do this with another baby? Like, this is hard enough by myself. And I would, like, go to work and come home from work and just immediately crawl into bed and, like, sleep until Max got home. Like, I just, I mean, it, and now, obviously, that's just not an option. That's not what I can do. And so just trying to hide the fact that I feel like garbage um, and I have no energy has been really hard, especially over the holiday season. Oh, my gosh. December, we had, like, a thousand events. And I just felt so tired and so sick. And I wanted to go to bed at, like, 9 p.m. <laughs> like, it was definitely hard. But, gosh, just, I'm just so thankful. So I wanted to just give you guys the little heads up about 
well, I don't know, just explain about Jelly Bean because I'm so excited about it. Um, and then I have um, a first-time moms, um, first-time expecting moms, like, advice little podcast that, well, I don't know, little advice thing that I wrote down that all these things that I wish I would have known or that I would go back and have told myself um, when I was pregnant for the first time. So I am, I was going to just smush those two episodes together, but since this one is already 17 minutes almost, then I will just go ahead and shave that for next week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening about Jelly Bean. I will obviously give millions of updates about this pregnancy, um, you know, at least in the intros of all my episodes. So hopefully you guys don't want to punch me at the end. I don't think you will, but maybe so. I don't know. Either way, I don't even really care because I'm like so excited about this baby. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I forgot to say happy listening at the beginning. So I hope you had a happy listening experience and I will see you guys next week.